Welcome to Hood and Holistic House Talk. I'm Court. And I'm Ash. And we're here to shift the frequency. We're uncensored, very unfiltered, and, and a, a little, little explicit. explicit. Grab your libations. We're, we're in tune. tune. Peace and gratitude for tuning in. Never goes away with blood, we pain. We're tapping in. You guys, are you there? Can what's you hear goody? Us? What's goody? What's goody? Shout out to the gang, the Hood Holistic Hive. Yeah, what up, gang? Gang. Back for another episode. Yes. Wait, do you say that? You say that. <laughs> another one. Another one. We are here. And we are queer. Yes. Can you tell? Can you tell? Do you see it? If I look like I just woke up from a nap, that's because I did. Because <laughs> after my day, after Listen. eating traditional Taiwanese Ooh, food. Oh, it was so good. After closing our first deal with the Pretty Poppin' Boutique. In Highland Park. Baby, I am taking a nap. I deserve. You definitely deserve a nap. Period. Yeah. Like... The days have been amazing. If you guys so happen to hear Mocha in the background, pay it. Just pay it. Cause she a crybaby. Just pay it. She's a crybaby. And she need all the attention. <laughs> but shout out to our listeners wherever you are: Anchor, yes, Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, holding it down, holding it all the way down. Google Play. Did I already say Google Play? I don't think so. Google pay Play, it. Yes. If I did, a uh, Stitcher. Stitcher. I said snitcher. What I said? Snitcher. <laughs> yeah, but wherever you listen to us, thank you for tapping in. Patreon.com slash Ashen Court if you're watching us. Yes. Shout out to y'all because y'all lit. So, we have our Patreons here. We wanted to shout you guys out individually. because yeah, y'all lit. So, our number one patron is... Stephanie Russell. Stephanie Russell. What up? Thank you thank so much. Thank you for much. tapping in with us on Patreon. You yeah. real for that. We got uh, Alexandra Washington, Ashanti, Brianna Brown, Jay Digital, yes. uh, Simone Millet, Jenny Noel, and T. Yes. Thank y'all for tapping in with your girls each and every week. I also want to say, you guys hold it down. Through our little oh, transition yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Y'all didn't back out. Y'all ain't back out. And so y'all, y'all gang, gang. so real for that. Y'all gang, gang. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Remember, patreon.com slash ashencourt is where you can watch the pod. That's Ash. Live A-N-D. or visually. C-O-R-T. You can watch the pod visually. Yes. Um. Yeah. So you get to see what we looking like. Those popping ass Instagram videos that y'all love so much, or actually just segments of <laughs> tiny little segments. The whole video. So, yes. Yeah. Um. The number that you play, we played in the beginning. Yeah. Marisa Ada. Yes. That's her uh track off of her album. 
Yamaya. Uh, her track song. is called Nine Millimeter. Yeah. Jamming ass track. Such a bop. And she is gang gang since day one. She puts her friends on. She definitely do. I she love that. She is holding it down yeah, right that. now she rips in for our the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. If you are not on our Facebook group, definitely go and join. Hood X Holistic will accept you. We accept everybody that of course don't look like they. <laughs> you know, we can't let the infiltrate. You feel me? Oh. And it's actually turning into a little dating site. It actually has. Because we've, we've been wanting to do like a speed dating event and all kind of shit with uh, hooking up singles. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, we're That's not we single, but we would we love to do that. We may have some things coming And our love connections have not been good. They haven't? Mm. We're over. <sighs> but we're, our, this is the connection we did. So, like, that's like. Yeah. <laughs> we don't count though. We're ourselves. When we link people, y'all don't be who y'all say you are. But yeah. another topic. Anyway, though, you are here today. You are here. We are here. It's a full moon coming. Yes. I'm sorry. Next next week. Did I just put that in? That's not what we're supposed to be talking about. But still, it, yeah, it's that is a little early. Yeah, we are. Oh, we'll, we'll hold out on on the information. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. But all I know. Uh-huh. Is that the energy that you may be feeling is because you are coming into your higher self as yeah. the moon shifts into Leo. Speak it. Um, you may be feeling like, you know, you went through those retrogrades mm-hmm. because Mercury is coming up out of retrograde. Yes, okay. Thank you. And um everything that you went through with that, if you have been uh tapping in with yourself, you know that this period of time as the moon enters Leo is when you use all of your gifts and all your abilities and everything that you learn from those retrogrades mm. to prepare yourself forward. Yeah. So that's the energy that you may be feeling. That's the energy that I know I'm feeling. Mm. And that's why. Retrograde had to take me out. Girl. This was actually one of the, this was the first retrograde I did not breeze through in probably like eight, nine months. Yeah. Because all of them have been pretty breezy. But this one was enough for eight or nine months. It, it, yeah, wore us out. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. Oh, before <laughs> we get into the episode, Court, how you feeling, mind, body, and spirit? I'm feeling better after that nap, I can honestly say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling, uh, you know, I'm feeling myself transform, and I like that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And what is this trans- transformation about? What do you... Uh, just no nonsense. You mm, feel me? Okay. Uh, zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. I'm zero tolerance anyway, but now I'm letting you know. Yes, you are zero tolerance. Now I'm letting you know. Um, I'm feeling the new people that we're meeting. Yeah. Oh my God! Shout out to the Melanin Market. Yes, we did Melanin, Melanin Market, Market yesterday. Um, in Baldwin Hills, excuse me, and it was a fucking vibe. Connected yeah. with some great people. Um, y'all be on the lookout for some of the things that we're about to get into in LA because we're about to get into them. Yes. But I mean, after having so much good energy being poured into me, I think I am on a high right now. So Absolutely. that's how I feel. Yes. yes how are you yes. feeling today, babe? I feel wonderful. Um, today, every day, honestly, since we have moved into our space, we've been going hard. Yeah. And it's been upward motions yes 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 and i feel it and the energy is great the people that we're meeting is wonderful the events 
everything is aligning with who, who we, we are. are. Yeah. So I feel really, really good. I'm in a good place, good space. I've been eating good ass cooked home cooked meals. Mm. <laughs> so it is love a home cooked meal. It's the little things, you know. It's the little things, and I feel like I am back to myself, my routine, my life. So I feel great. Feel yes. Amazing. Hold on. Let, no, take mine off. Give me Take mine. So yeah. All is all is well. So before we get into the topic, y'all, make sure that you like, make sure that you share, yeah. make sure that you download, and make sure that you tag Hood and Holistic. That is how we get seen. That is how more people come into the fold. That is how we grow. Yes. So make sure that you download, download like, like, share, share, and tag Hood tag. X Holistic. If you want to do a a one time singular donation, yes, you can hit Ash's Cash App. Dollar sign word number two. My lot. Yeah, and donate to the pod. Yeah. We would love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So getting into this episode, finally. Ooh. Yes. This episode is all about uh, getting up out your comfort zone and, you know, transforming and shifting. Absolutely. Which is the mood that we're in. The mood that so many people that we are connecting with are in. And I love it. Yes. Because that means that's alignment. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yes. People yes, that are yes. in the same place or stuck in their ways are fizzling out. Mm-hmm. And we're meeting more people that are willing to take risks, that are, you Down know. for the challenge. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So that is where we at with it. And we bring it to y'all because y'all know how we do. You know how we do. We do this. Real life experience. <laughs> Period. I would say I did not. One, one thing about me I can say is I, at some point, did not like change. Probably still kind of like that in a way. But that's something that uh, I'm kind of working on. So anything that's unfamiliar to me, I'm kind of skeptical about. Uh, And I really feel like that has held me back in a lot of different ways. Like even um, moving here was a big challenge. Yeah. Because if it was up to me, we probably wouldn't have moved. No. And I think that this was the best decision for us at this time in our life. Like, I was talking to my dad, and I was like, I'm so happy, even with everything that has transpired. Mm-hmm. I'm still very happy that we came. Right. Because we've been together for eight years. We're going on 35 years old. To say, Ooh, I've lived girl, here. Girl, who told you I wanted them people to know my age? We always celebrate our age. Oh, girl. <laughs> I don't want them people to know. I am 24. <laughs> she said 24. <laughs> but... Seriously, it's like, okay, I did this. I lived here. I met these people. I made these connections. Even if we, whenever we feel like it, go back home. Mm-hmm. We did it. We we came, we saw, we conquered. You yeah. know what I mean? And me, so. I'm like always changing i want to i want to cut my hair right now like yeah. if it's physically if it's i'm i'm i've lived in a few different places mm-hmm. um, i've never been scared to just go yeah and i think with the move to la because we wanted to move here for like maybe two or three years mm-hmm. what was it like two years ago we visited and we was like well we wasn't really feeling it yeah but we had visited a time before that and we was just pointing out where we wanted to be and it was like, and I'm not even lying, like full circle moments, mm-hmm. we are in these places. We are definitely in these places. So it's just like, you know, once you see it for yourself, once you write it down, 
it becomes uh, real. Yeah. It becomes something that you are now aspiring to have or to be. Mm-hmm. And you are doing the work to get there. Yes. And I feel like even if we weren't intentionally saying we're putting this money aside to move to L.A., mm-hmm. we're getting our credit score right so that we're good anywhere if we need to rent a place or buy a house or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, even if we were intentionally saying that, which I encourage everyone to do when you set your intentions or what you want, to make sure you're very specific, like Ash mentioned on the last episode. Mm-hmm. But even if we wasn't intentionally doing that, we knew what the what the end goal was. The end yes. goal was to get to L.A. So we said that we wanted to have a certain amount of money saved before we moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to lie. We did not have that money when we moved. But the day, like the week we touched down, we did. So. And I'm not, like this is no, this ain't cap. Y'all know we on bullshit. This is real <laughs> shit. Like the week we touched down, we it just fucked us up because we had made certain investments, mm-hmm. and then we created certain things. Yes, uh, we have passive income, and within that week, it was like oh, oh. like this <laughs> is the exact number. Like, no, seriously, yeah. to the dollar amount, yeah. and it was like. Oh, okay. You know, so that kind of took a little load off. Mm -hmm. But we knew, you know, speaking these things into existence or speaking things as if they are, we did that. Yeah. So it's not surprising that, you know, this is where we ended up up. for the time being. Yeah. And now it's about planning forward. Planning forward. Yeah, planning forward. I could tell, like, everyone who moved out of the city, and especially people who moved here, was like, yo, y'all need to move. Because yep. sometimes, oh like, where you from, they kind of don't, they, they may not be that supportive. Like, they've known you all your life, you know, and they may kind of backburn you. And it's weird, like, with Houston people, uh, they got to see you doing things e- elsewhere and then get on, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, y'all doing big things. Like, we've been doing big y'all things. Y'all seen us. We're doing the same shit that we was doing. We're just doing it somewhere else. And we right. was at home, it might not have seemed I think it became normal. Once we kind of got out there with the vending thing, it just became uh, kind of normal to see what we were doing on the internet yeah. for people that were local. Like, And we always, it's funny because we always wanted to break out of the, the, the Houston box. Yeah. Like it's been a goal to have, for me to see my impressions and the top people that are like just paying attention to what I do in yeah, New York. Type, yeah, your top impression is in New York. It's not even Houston. It's New York and Atlanta. Yeah. So I, I love that because I never, while I'm from Houston, I'm like I've been all over. And when I tell people I'm from Houston, they like, huh? You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're from the yeah. South, even yeah. though I have an accent, but yeah. like, it's like, wow. But yeah, once we kind of got out there and became you know, the the black girls that was kind of doing it. This is the black girl magic thing. And yeah. That's kind of what we fell into in our city. And then once you see it all the time, it's normal. Right. It's like, okay, they're doing that little thing, that little jewelry thing. Yeah, that's cool. So it wasn't special. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was special when we started. Yeah, your little business. (laughs) But yes, but being out here. Being out here. Being in a new place and people are like, y'all shit dope. Yeah. Everywhere. It's like, this L.A. (laughs) You know what's so funny? We were just at the restaurant. And I was like, 
was that just black privilege? <laughs> yes. And it's very weird. They gave us like, so much free saying food. That. But they was giving us free food. Like, they was feeding us. Like, we ordered, and she was like, I'm going to give you guys, you guys salads. a salad. I'm like, like okay. okay. Then another young lady comes to our table like, would you guys want some, what was it, wonton Some soup? wonton soup, but it was it had shrimp, shrimp in it. it. And I can't eat shrimp. Y'all don't talk shit about me. I already know. Y'all like, you can't eat shrimp. Yeah. And then I go like get that. some uh, some water. She's like, let me get it for you. Let me pour it for you. I'm like, okay. They gave us some bread. <laughs> she was like, here's some of our oh, scallion yeah. bread. Yeah, they gave us some bread. Like, they just was like. That, yeah. So I'm like, that's crazy. Um, So, like, a few people have tried to, matter of fact, a couple, have tried to say that, you know, here in LA, they treat black people a certain kind oh, of way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or they don't like black lesbians, and that shit is not true. I I haven't experienced that emotion. Yeah, we have not experienced that here in LA. No. Like people have been very nice to us and actually welcoming. Very. Yeah. Very. Yeah. And it And like like I said, you have this preconceived notion of what things are, and then you have people that can't speak to that because that is their experience and then you get out and start experiencing shit and that is not that's not our experience now we probably um i think we carry ourselves a certain way and we have a particular energies that we bring Mm -hmm. and um those can be felt but i definitely think that it's not foreign yeah that people treat you nice (laughs) you know what i'm saying like yeah so yeah dealing with work yeah that was another huge thing that we had to, I mean, I feel like I'm still in the process of getting out of that comfort zone. Yeah. How, what do you think? Are you completely out of it? Like, you like. Oh, uh, well, you know me. I didn't start working in life until I was like 28. <laughs> yeah. My first my first real job, like I did like a call center for like four, mo- four or five months mm-hmm. when I was like 18, 19. Maybe yeah. I was 20. I don't know. And then I worked at like a grocery store. And then my mom saw me pushing carts one night and she made me quit. I probably worked that week. And I was like 15. Like, that was like my first job. She was like, why are you outside by yourself? And I was having the time of my life. Yeah. And oh, I, I could see you. You was probably jumping on the basket. I was riding the basket. Riding the baskets. <laughs> and she came and crashed my shit, my whole shit. But yeah, so I've never been a worker. I was in school. I don't want y'all to think I was a bum. I was in school. I had work studies, and my work studies was like graphics, mm-hmm. doing graphics for a local television station. So it wasn't ever work for me. Yeah. And my whole thing, even when I was healthier to play basketball, my whole thing was like, I'm going to go overseas. I'm going to make this money. I'm going to come back. I'm going to fund my mom's business, and I'm going to start a business. Yeah. It's always been my goal to work for myself. So getting into the workforce – late i always stuck it out i never quit great worker um not really so that was more so out of your comfort zone than to work yeah to work was out of my comfort zone big time but one thing that i i I had to snap back which i'll i could probably tap on like ptsd for athletes because Mm. once you transition for from like being catered to almost to like having to be normal Mm -hmm. and you become a little fish in a big pond which is the workforce and you don't have any experience so you can't get no money mm-hmm. it's like a humbling experience but you do go through this this form of ptsd and i feel like i did go through that but one thing that i said even when we started designing jewelry which yeah. was 2012 i said this is how we're gonna retire you did yeah creating yeah, this is creating. how we're gonna retire yes. so we need to figure this out we need yes. to set this up so I definitely think I've never been comfortable being a worker bee. 
Yeah. Now, when I'm in it, I'm in it. I'm focused. I'm a good worker. I mm-hmm. can honestly say that I'm thorough. You are. But I always saw myself somewhere else. Yeah. Even in that moment, it's like, I'm going to do this for eight. I remember the day my sister called me and said, I see you been at that job like 18 months. And I had been there for a year and a half. Yeah. And to 18 months later, I was moving to L.A. No bullshit. And it wasn't even planned like she that. She did say that. She just said, you got 18 months. I see you, like a year and a half. I give it a year and a half. And I counted on the calendar. A year and a half is March. Okay. I'm going to hold you to that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just happened that it way. It just happened. So I, I got uncomfortable. That's Let, crazy. Talk about that time where you, I had to like force you to move around from your job. Girl, I was so scared. So scared. I was working at Nordstrom, and I had got um, a promotion position with a different company. Well, Nordstrom was fucking you over. Nordstrom was definitely fucking me over. Yeah. Um, They felt like I wasn't ready for XYZ, and I was beyond that. And another company came in and was like, no, you, you could do this. Like, yeah. you're good. But it's so crazy because in my mind, I had been there for... So many years, I'm like, what if I go to this other job and like I'm not good? Yeah. Because it was like a, a high position. Yeah. I'm like, what if I don't do well? Um, and I was just so used to being at Nordstrom and just like afraid of change. Yeah. Which, that that's crazy to me. Yeah. It was like, I, I don't know, in my mind, like I can't go outside of where I've been because I'm just so used to this space and these people. And I know for sure they're going to cut my check. And yeah. I'm, you know, it's, it's really, I was just comfortable mm-hmm. and it was familiar. Mm-hmm. And I was just afraid of change and learning something new and learning something different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but she was like, you could do this. I was like, girl, this, I'm reading the position responsibilities and duties. Right. And I'm like, girl, you do this every day. Yeah, you, you got it. And, and I said, you know what? Like, I'm going to take your resume. Yeah. And I'm going to redo you, it. You spruced it up. And I'm going to include everything that you've done. Yeah. Instead of including, like, your job position, mm-hmm. let's include everything that you actually do. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to be a little learning curve. And I did it. And you got the job. And I was doing it. And hi- and was hired like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Easy. Damn. And even um, leaving that job. And going into entrepreneurship, I did that. Mm-hmm. But she was like, baby, just do it. And during that time, honestly, I don't think um, I was able to get out of that comfort zone at that time. No. Because I had grow anxiety, like, super bad. Just because I was not working. We was good. Income was flowing in. Like, everything was fine. But it was just me knowing that I'm not clocking in and cl- i've been working since i was 16 mm-hmm. so that was my first time that i did not have a job for an extended amount of time and that made me feel so overwhelmed and, and it wasn't even that you didn't have a job didn't have income or like I had some income coming we wasn't in. making money yeah or the bills wasn't being paid right it was literally you yes i was just i was afraid yeah oh oh my god so yeah work Sometimes you definitely can feel like, you know, I have this job and this. But you got to remind yourself, like, you went out and got that job. You can go out and get another one. Yeah. There's lots of jobs. I had jobs to tell you that. You did. Recently. Yeah. 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 You, you got this job. You can go out and get another I one. I say, okay. You you can feel like this is where we got to be. You can feel like that. Yeah. I'm not going to feel like that. And yeah. I'm going to hope that you... 
take a little bit of what I know mm-hmm. about us yeah. and roll with it. Yeah. And no lie, you start putting that faith into what we could do and the possibility, and you've seen our territory enlarging. Yes. yes. <laughs> you've seen our bank account enlarging. Yes. You see the reach enlarging absolutely and i mean just just having that comfort of having a paycheck despite your mental health Mm. having to pay your bills is already a stress i understand so you keep your job yeah but the employers bank on that they do they bank on you saying this i have to pay my bills Mm -hmm. it's a million different ways to make money to to make money yeah find ten thousand Find a hundred ways and charge ten dollars to do a hundred different things to make money. Yeah, that's ten grand. Yeah, is it or is it no. a thousand? It's a thousand dollars. It's a thousand. Period. That's some coin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's I'm at the point right now where it's like I don't think we can work. <laughs> like far as in the time. working for someone else, and that is like such a new feeling for me. Like, I'm at the, like, seriously, I'm lining it up, counting it up, and all the things that we do, and I'm like, I don't think we could, like, just be at another job and give someone eight hours of our day. No, it's ten hours. Remember I told you? I calculated that. Oh, because going and coming? Yes. And I'm just like, uh, that cannot, I don't see that happening. No. I don't see that. It has to be a very purposeful job. Yeah. Of why we will be clocking in and clocking out on somebody's clock. Yes. Period. And I I already told you, like, the only reason why I'm considering working is the field. Yeah. Now, Um, now, that particular gig would be freaking amazing on all different levels. But, yeah, that that, that has purpose. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. Switching gears and going into relationships. Yeah. I know for a fact I've been in some relationships that actually just really one that I was like, at some point, I'm just in it because it's familiar to me. Right. Like, it's, I should have been moved around. Right. It's over. It's dead. It's been dead. Yeah. Mm. And. It's been dead. It was dead. It was dead. It was dead. Dog dead. The damn dog is dead. Dead. Period. <laughs> That's an insider, y'all. But yeah. Um. Yeah, so I feel like even with relationships, a lot of people stay in. I know a lot of people that is in relationships that you're just comfortable. Yeah. Like, there's no romance. Even going back to your ex and keeping tabs of your ex and having to have your ex in your life is being comfortable. And I could attest to that because I it ha- it took me a, a while to transition from mm-hmm. um, this is not a friend, this is an ex. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. this is not a friend. This is somebody that really is just trying to be in your life, mm-hmm. and because I'm comfortable with you being in my life, I allow the bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think a lot of us can learn from, you know, looking at people as comfort, comfort food or comfort places, mm, comfort um, places that yeah. are not necessarily good for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when you think about some of the things that you eat. Um, that are comfort food, 
them shits is packed with sugar and calories. Yes. And you will gain weight. Yeah. But it tastes good and it feel good. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. can be the same way. Um, you you're used to them. Yeah. You you know they sex. You've had sex with them. Did making the stallion say some shit like she only fuck on her exes? Yeah. Because she don't want to up her body count. Her body count. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but yo yo ex out here spreading his dick around and then you know right so so why would you want to you know but it's the same way so a lot of people want to be friends with their exes because they have attachment issues or detachment issues it's all type of things in relationships that we are we get comfortable doing yeah like and i feel like speaking personally um i think me and you probably got comfortable with um a lot of things that may have may not have been good, mm-hmm. uh, which was like the way we would disagree on things or yeah. the way we would have disagreements. Yeah. Um, it got bad enough where we had to go to counseling. So we can't continue to, or therapy, I'm sorry. We can't continue to be um, who we are in this relationship mm-hmm. if it's not moving us forward and if it's toxic to us. Yes. Okay. Put it up here. We can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's not going to grow right. if we continue to be in this place. And therapy, while it was never taboo to us, it was offered to us and we paid it. We was like, like uh, we don't really need this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, oh, that's cool. That's what you do. Oh, okay. And then you double back. Right. It's like, I, I actually need you. I actually do need yeah. to go to therapy. Yeah. So, yeah. You brought up sex and I feel like. That's definitely something. First of all, it's a lot of shit that's out. Yeah. So I completely understand a person staying in um, a comfort of fucking one particular person. Yeah. Just because it's like, first of all, I'm scared to just lay yeah, yeah. around with people. Which you should be. No yeah, tea. No, no, no tea, no shade. But, um. Be terrified. Or just, you know, is the shit whack? Yeah. But it's. It's familiar. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you up anyway. Cause or the shit bomb as fuck. Or the shit bomb? If the shit bomb if and the you shit not, is no longer bomb? fuck with them, you're going to tolerate some bullshit just for that sake. Listen, you. <laughs> like, that's just real. you going to tolerate some bullshit if just for that sex. Bomb? But that's what you're comfortable with. Because yeah. let me tell you, you might think it's bomb. Yeah. Then it's going to be a motherfucker that's waiting to rock your motherfucking world. That's yes. going to treat you right and be with you. Yes. And you're going to leave all that bullshit alone. You'll be like, damn, this shit, it, it can get, get better? better? <laughs> I ain't capping when I say eight years in, it's getting better. It get better? But that's because the connection is growing. It's, yes. We've allowed ourselves the space to grow in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So we can never be comfortable where we at. And I don't think, like when I saw you being complacent, uh-huh. it wasn't flying. Yeah. And we will argue about it. Yeah. We'll go back and forth about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, girl, you got all this fucking potential that you're not tapping into. And you're like, well, I can't do that. I got to have this and I got to do this. It's like, girl. You Tap know, into what you have. You're going to wait until X, Y, Z to do this. And you can do it now. Right. Like, no. You're yeah. just comfortable doing the bare fucking minimum. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's good to, like, challenge your partner to that. Yeah. But a lot of people are just... Um, you know, they kind of, they kind of box themselves in. I was just about. Cause it's easy. Yes. Yeah. I think like for real, we hold ourselves back 
more than anybody. Yeah. And I know black people have this uh, the white man type of Ooh. mentality. Uh, <laughs> but for real, we are the main yourself, you. It's holding yourself back. Yes. Nobody else. Yes. Just because you cannot think outside the box or think outside of what you've been doing. Or beyond right now. Yeah, beyond now, stepping out of your comfort zone, doing something that's unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. I mean, without a challenge, you're just kind of going to stay where you're at. Yeah. And I w- would say talking about challenging things and people, you have been like... Oh my god! And sometimes I be feeling like shit is so fucking hard on me. But you challenge me. Yeah, you've always challenged me, and there's no way that I could have evolved into the woman that I am without you challenging me like you did. Like yeah. you brought things out of me that I did not know even existed, and yeah. it it was uncomfortable. Yeah, hell yeah, it was unfamiliar. I think that's my purpose in life. Yeah, it's to challenge a lot of shit. Yeah, the systems first. Systems first, but definitely my peers. Yeah, my people. I, I've just had. Let me tell y'all, I've had really great mentors, um, in the form of coaches, in the form of counselors, in the form of teachers mm-hmm. who instilled that in me. Yeah, like why you want to be like everybody else? You know. So yeah. when I see extraordinary, uh, I question why you want to be like everybody else. Why you want to do what everybody else doing? Yeah. I I remember telling you that about Instagram. Yeah. And this was years ago. Which I wasn't even on Instagram. I was kind of onto something a little bit. Yeah. No. I think so. I said, Ash, because I don't see it now. I said, Ash, why do you do this basic thing with the camera? Oh, that. Okay. Where you just snap you. pictures and like. Yeah. Why don't you talk? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'm just not. I don't, I don't know what to say. No. I'm like, just talk, be yourself, like have a conversation. Yeah. You, you you're socially awkward and it's cute, but you're not. You're yeah, just, it's you're just one of those people. It's who weird. You can command the room silent, or you can command attention without saying anything. Yeah, and it's a great thing. But one thing I've learned, like when I look at like Angela Davis, because mm-hmm. she has that same thing. Well, she can. She's like five ten. She's tall as shit. Yeah. Um, I'm sure back in her day, you know, her aesthetic was appealing. Mm-hmm. Or back in the day, she's still a beautiful woman. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, you know, I'm saying she's probably a fox. You know what they say. Right. And she didn't use that as her crutch. Right. She she yeah. was she was not comfortable in being that. Yeah. She You're going to be hurt. She's going to be hurt. You're going to feel what she has to say. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I have... Even though Angela Davis is a mentor in my head, I have mentors that are the same way. Yeah. Well, they could use their aesthetic and how good they look and how fine they are to just get by. Mm-hmm. Instead, they use it to empower. You know what? And that's all I've seen. Around that Even time, my mom is like that. That was like a pivotal point for me because it was like, I'm going to either go this way or I'm going to go this way. Yeah. With what woman I become. Yes. And I feel like at that age... I was kind of like in the phase of finding myself yeah. far as in becoming like a woman, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you like, I guess with the interaction and everything that we have, you have so much more to offer. Yeah. And I was kind of at working at Nordstrom, like dumbed me down so much. Yes. The people that I was around, it was, was 
you know, shallow. It's not just, just the workers, y'all. Because like, yeah, no, you no, work no, with no. Some great people. No, no, no. I, but just I have like who you come in contact with. Yeah, to this day from Nordstrom. But no, just the environment more so of it being just all about you know designer, designer stuff. Yeah. Um, and then my clients, people that I was working with, it's yes. uh, just the lifestyle, you know, because you—that's your second home. Wait, wherever you work, that you spend a lot of time there. Yeah. So that stuff was consuming me. Yeah. And I had to find balance, and I think that's where I was at at that point of like, so much of that I was just sucking all of that up, and it was becoming who I was, and yeah. I could feel it. Yeah, I could feel it too. I could yeah. see it, and yeah. then. And then I think just having a partner, when I just think back in time, Malcolm X and Betty Shabazz, MLK and Coretta Scott King, they didn't have just women on their side. You know, they had women who were forces themselves. Absolutely. And I always saw us, which I hate that I have to refer to heterosexual couples when I refer to us sometimes. Um, And I said I was going to dig in the crates because I know it's powerful women yeah. uh like miss jewel in in rue and her wife Absolutely. that we just learned about from yes. uh catch one bar here in la um who together are a more powerful force because they understand their purpose and mm-hmm. they understand using what they have to get somewhere else and yes. never being comfortable being the only yeah never being comfortable uh just existing or being on somebody's side and i could kind of tell like while i'm socially I'm, i don't think i'm socially awkward i'm um kind of funny acting <laughs> goddamn so when i see that like you know you're beautiful but i didn't see you for being beautiful yeah you know what i mean i yeah. saw you for being like an amazing person um mm-hmm. with all this potential so many people gravitate to you for a reason and it's not just because you're pretty yeah. it's because they learn from you even they study you, um, they want to be your friend. They want to be around you. You have good energy. So when I saw you like falling into the Instagram trap, right, of yeah. like selfies, yeah, and shallow shit, I'm like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You know, it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and I don't think it made sense to you at the time as to why I was doing it until that day I asked you, like, has anybody ever challenged you? Because I was getting so much, like... You asked me that. You definitely asked me that. Pushback. And yeah. I was like... I could see if I was telling you, like, show more ass. Or why you don't... You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you really want to get views, just twerk on the gram all the time. <laughs> you know? But I'm, like, literally telling you, like, man, to, to sh- show people what you're doing and show yeah. them what you're into. And just talk to the girls because they look up to you. Yeah. Even if it's unknowingly. It's so crazy because it's like... I started off doing YouTube videos... Like years ago, like nineteen years yeah. old or eighteen years old doing doing YouTube videos, and I would talk, cut my camera on, and talk, yeah, like that was my thing, and a lot of girls still like they they know me for being on YouTube and um. Yeah, I was on Twitter. Like, I was doing all that type of stuff. Yeah. Like, back Ashley then. Ashley was actually my first Twitter follower. <laughs> That's crazy. It is crazy. And um, even Tumblr. Because I feel like, you know, that's kind of where all the artsy people, yeah. was, you know, was at. Um, but, yeah. So, I started off that way. And then I shifted. When I, I'm telling you, once I started going to the Southwest Side and working at the Galleria and all of that, like, I shifted. And, mind you, like, I'm coming from, I'm 
you know, I'm from Acres Home. So all I see is like hood shit, like real hood chick, right? And then transition and moving into this place of like being at the gallery and working around these people. And, and I just let all that consume me. Yeah. And it you just, kinda, it, it, and it almost took over. You like, adapt to your environment. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that's like a dangerous thing because sometimes your environment is not toxic, even if it looks good. Even if yeah. it looks good, even if it looks like money and it smells good, sometimes that can be toxic for you because you are putting that environment for a reason. Yeah. Which I feel like you learned a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. You grew, um, you know, and you was able to take that and springboard into even bigger things. Yeah. So your experiences yeah. are always valid yeah, in situations absolutely. like that. But um, just me, I would say... Coming out of being an athlete and transitioning from uh, one side of the brain to the other side of the brain, mm-hmm. which I was, uh, before I even picked up sports, I was a writer. Mm-hmm. I had a third grade teacher who encouraged me to write, and I was always good in English. That third grade teacher switched to fifth grade when I became a fifth grader to teach me because I wasn't good at standardized tests. Yeah. So I did not get into the gifted program in school, but I was smart. You know, I, yeah. my attention span was just not there. Not and good. I can't sit in. I've never been. I did pretty good on the SATs, but I wouldn't say it was a grade score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and we have like toss tests in Texas and I did well on English and math and everything else was like, yeah. you know, but I passed them, but. I just, I, like I said, I just had this potential that I left because sports got you more attention. Mm-hmm. And the goal when you're playing sports as a kid is to get you to the level to where it's paying for your school in college. Yeah. So very early, I think seventh to eighth grade, I started resenting that I even played basketball because I was mm-hmm. only there because I was good. Yeah. Mind you, I picked up a basketball summer of seventh grade, summer of seventh grade. I'm not one of those kids that always played. I never went to camps. Don't know anybody that played basketball, but my cousin. He used to kill me. <laughs> um, it just wasn't a thing that I I had a passion for, right? Right. I was just good at it. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized I'm good at a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, even when I tried to, like, do the whole, I'm going to try out, I'm going to work out, go overseas, find some agents, it wasn't falling through. And I think it wasn't falling through for a reason. Yeah. That wasn't where I needed to be. I had transitioned from that place, but I wasn't comfortable transitioning. Mm-hmm. But my life started to shift mm. once I became more of an artist. And yeah. I went back to the writing and creating and right. like making clothes. That was always my thing. Yeah. I literally was always painting on my clothes. Always. We definitely had got us a sewing machine. Yeah. Like I wanted to yeah. learn because this is what, this is my start before I, fucked off my knees <laughs> i was making shit in the dorm room like yeah. you know yeah so i i transitioned creative person yeah i had yeah. to transition back and that's like sankofa moment where you learning from your experiences but you go back to that past to pull for the future yeah and i feel like Sankofa. you know that's what we, that's what i did that's what, that's what i did for yeah. sure i'm glad i did absolutely that's so good. <laughs> we both kind of had those those moments, though. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, a lot of people I have think had we, those. Well, one thing about us, we're special in that we are so close in age. So when they say, yo, your, um, what is it, like every seven years, your body goes to this transformation, this shift. Yes. We're about to be 35 together. That is a transformational year. Yes. We turn 28 together. 
And it was a huge transition for both of us. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 28 is how we got here to 34, if I'm just being honest. If I'm thinking about the years, because we've been together eight years, yeah. it will be 35. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We turned 28 together. Mm-hmm. So, it just makes sense. It's simple math, and it all makes sense that we are transitioning and becoming our higher selves of who we always knew we were. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you mentioned the YouTube thing, I said, man, when you got with me, you just fell off of YouTube. I did. And you got shy. I did. I got shy. I, didn't, I never watched your YouTube before, so I don't know what you was doing. You did. You remember you was like, oh, you, you had, had one, one video. video. He was like, it was cute or something. Yeah, you were so cute. But remember I told you that all my videos got deleted. Got deleted. Yeah. 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 So. But I'm just saying, like, before I actually met you yeah. or knew who you was or we started talking or whatever, I, I didn't know you from YouTube. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I saw that you had, like, a million views on YouTube, and I'm like, what, 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 what? video is that? Like, yeah. what are you doing on YouTube? You know, yeah. why, why did you fall into this shyness with me? I don't know what happened. That was weird. I honestly think this is just an assumption. Okay. I think you was used to being the, not saying you're not the leader, uh-huh. but you was used to being out front. Okay. And having all, you was teaching. Yeah. The people you was with, you was bringing them with you. Yeah. And then you get with me and I just start, you start learning so much shit. Yeah. And it's like you really become a student. Yeah. When you're a teacher. Right. You're a teacher like me. We peers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. You, I'm, and I felt that. I felt that shift with you where you like taking a back seat. Like, yeah. you got it. You, know you went to school. Too? You're smarter than me. And I'm like, hell no. Remember you said, y'all like, yeah. college ain't shit. Yeah. I wasn't in school for real. I was just there. It's also like, also, I wasn't that far removed from like rapping. So like, at the time, I'm like using my voice. Yeah. In yeah. another kind of way. Yeah. So I'm like doing shows. I'm in front of crowds. Yeah. You know what I mean? So all that energy and just who I was at that moment was just completely different. And I think kind of like how you talk about being an athlete and then yeah, transitioning. transitioning. Yeah. So at that time, I'm like talking on YouTube ain't shit. Because yeah. I'm rapping. You I'm spitting. I'm a, I'll hop in a cypher with niggas. Like, whatever. Yeah. So, and then I stopped rapping and I just went silent. Yeah, you did. Yeah. like I and, and it like stayed for a while and then I was at a point where, because that's what I wanted to do at, at, at one point in my life, if you had to ask me what did I want to do, I would have said rap. So where's the music? <laughs> I said at one point in my life, and then Don't I had to know. I had to go to, I had to get to a point where Where's the music? Core. Okay, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. But yeah, I had to get to that point where I'm like, who the fuck am I? What am I doing? What yeah. is my purpose here Beyond on earth? This. Yeah. What you know, who is this woman I'm growing into be? And then what do I like? Yeah. I know a lot of people at some point it's like, you we've asked a woman a thirty plus year old woman, what do you like? She did not know. She did not know. She did not know. And she could not pull anything She actually out. said, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. She's like, I don't we know what two. I like. Yeah, one of them liked Facebook. One of them liked Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, I think I did come to a point where I'm like, who the fuck am I? And what do I like? And what is my purpose? And what the hell am I doing here on earth? Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And one thing about you, if that's your mindset, you're going to stay scrambled. Yeah. You're not going to lay it out and say, okay, let me get into this. You're going to stay in this what 
what if, what is, yeah. why, and what. No, I really started digging. You had to. I started digging. I started reading. I started looking at stuff and just getting into things. And yeah. 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 And, I I think st- and getting conducive. into myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've always been to yourself. On a, on a different level, though. On a different level of getting into myself. You had to get into your mind. And dig into them Rolodexes that you got up there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to touch on groupthink. Because I feel like it kind of goes along with comfort zone Mm -hmm. and being familiar. Mm -hmm. Going with the flow of, you know, just and not thinking on your own. Yeah. Because so many people, for real, on Facebook... That's one of the things that turn me off, yeah. especially in the city, because it's like if you don't rock with this group and what this group is saying, they're not fucking with you. No, they're not gonna repost you. They're not re- like they're not talking about you. No interaction or nothing. And it's like, damn. Yeah. And it's because you're not, we, you know, we we've, we've been too deep. Yeah. And we don't yeah. just go with the flow. We don't like, have to ever. The, we don't have to. Yeah. And we've never felt. Even though we too deep as individuals, we've never felt like the cool kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've never felt like that. That's not saying that we aren't that. we aren't that. <laughs> but yeah. nobody cares to be that. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares to have, you know, you have the people that got those egos that, you know, every time they speak, people are like, I saw this one girl saying some shit about her tweets. My tweets get a, a hundred likes in a minute, so I know something is wrong. And I'm like, huh? Why do you care? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. But like I said, you you can tell who you know just kind of got cool on social media. Yeah. But it's it's people that can say things and everybody just go with it. And I'm like, like no, y'all, please. Honestly, <laughs> y'all, please. it's been a couple people. That have huge followings that have put out wrong information oh my God. and dare you to say something. And when you do, they delete your shit. They will delete your shit. They have. They will block you. They will block you, delete. And people be on there, yes, thanks for that information. Yes, for this. And it's I'm like, that blowing. is freaking wrong. Like, that is blowing. not true. I don't know if people know, but that's how we got a president. The president that we have in this ghetto we call America, because people group think yeah. people go with oh you saying that oh that's that's playing on my emotions and that's how I feel too right I'm gonna rock with you yeah you know what I'm saying and it has no merit like it's yeah. not true yeah it's just an idiot understanding their power when they speak yeah and there's nothing new that he's saying I'm gonna just say that and the president before him had the same effect mm. and did the same if not worse things. But because he looked a certain way, he got a pass. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that because I don't want to lose my listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Moving along. along. But groupthink is definitely one of those things that keeps you comfortable. Yeah. Um, when we, we have an episode that we're going to do about trauma bonds. Yes. A lot of times people will gravitate to you. When you're going through the same struggle. Yes. I noticed when I had, when I did not have a job, when I was smoking weed heavily mm-hmm. and, you know, doing other things, recreational things, not, you know, not hard drugs. <laughs> you know, let's not go there, but I might simply say, but, you know, you, are you crazy? drinking a little bit more, you know. 
But I noticed when I was doing it, I, I had way more friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. Once my wife got me on this spiritual shit, because the spiritual shit really worked, like Jay said, <sighs> I ain't really had them same friends. Yeah. And even now, you know, my 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 core group circle of friends look different from three, four, five years ago. Yeah. Um, definitely. I got a few riders. Yeah. Uh, who, few new friends. Few, oh, few new life. They gonna be friends. our friends forever. I yeah. can say that. With confidence, yeah. Cause like we ain't even concerned with each other, right? Outside of the heart, right? And you know what I mean. It, yeah. And, and anytime you have people that come into your life that want to take care of your heart first, mm-hmm. you keep them because that's family, that's home. That. Yeah. But I think just elevating yourself, you are gonna see that your circle is supposed to change. Yeah. Unless those people are elevating with you, exactly. then you can. You know, you then your shit elevate together. Yeah, yeah. Your shit get bigger and larger. But if not, you gonna notice that you're gonna lose friends. And that's a good thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. S- snakes shed their skin. Mm. You sub- that's that's what they need to do. Yeah. To grow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you outgrow your, your shoes as a youngin. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like your clothes. And I mean, friends do you know you might outgrow your friend yes like that's something that i have done time and time again yeah and i even think sometimes you may not outgrow them but y'all just may grow apart apart yeah as well and that's okay yeah that's okay because one thing i know about friends even if you lose contact and y'all do grow apart if they real friends they gonna be right there like, yeah. I have a friend that, you know, we might not have spoke every day. We've been friends since middle school. Yeah. And we might not have spoken every day, but that's my real friend. That's your real friend. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. And when he pick up the phone, I'm answering. When I call him, he's picking up the phone. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. I can say this. Just know that with staying in your comfort zone, with not challenging yourself, you will constantly get the same outcome. Speak. So you can do things, you know, the same kind of way. Um, staying in your same box, you know, working where you work. You hate your job. Your job sucks. But you haven't done your resume. You, you ain't haven't even been looking. You ain't even looking. But you just hate going to work going to every work. freaking day. Mm. You know? Or you, let's say you don't like to work for anyone. Are you doing the necessary things that you need to do to get your business off the ground? Yeah. You know, the relationship that you're in. Yeah. Are you working to make it better? Mm. Or are you stringing someone along who you really don't want to be with? Yes. Whatever the case may be, you're going to get the same outcome. Yes. If you do not change your thought, change your actions, and do something that's just completely different and unfamiliar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the way I'm going to wrap is um, think of your comfort zone like a box. Mm. And you're a baby, right? And your comfort zone is this box is big enough to fit you as a baby. Yeah. When you turn two, you're going to be bigger than you were mm-hmm. when you were six months. When you turn five, you're going to be bigger than you were when you're two. Mm. If you're still in that box and you're doing the same thing, Muhammad Ali said it. If you're a 30-year-old man and you're doing the same thing that you was doing when you were 20, you've lost 10 years of your life. Mm. And that's a fact. If you are still in that box, your comfort zone box, 
expecting to be there and not allowing yourself the room to grow, mm-hmm. you will never grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Period. Your comfort zone is a box. Yeah. Break up out of those boxes and break those chains. Yeah. And that way you can move forward. Because now I'm telling y'all, if you're listening to this podcast this week that it airs, yeah, this is the energy around the Leo moon. This is the transitional time. Yes. This is the shifting time. Yes. This is the tapping into that higher self time. Yeah. That can propel you. Your inner king and queen. Yes. Yes. So when you tap into that energy, don't be scared of it. Remember I used to tell you that? You know, it's so funny. Embrace that shit. Because I was visualizing that box as you were talking. Yeah. And I was thinking of... Mocha? No. <laughs> Enjoy so the crazy. project. <laughs> I was thinking of... She's not in the box. A baby right. growing in this box, right? You've only been in this box. And it's small. And it's cozy. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're you used to. And yeah. you're snug in there. And then outside of the box, how big it is. Yeah. Huge. How scary that can be. Yes. And yes. that's okay. Yes. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. To For things to be scary. Girl, you getting emotional? I'm not getting emotional. Does it look <laughs> like it? <laughs> Your mom's got glossy. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not getting emotional. <laughs> but no, because I'm just thinking, damn, stepping outside that little box, it's a whole world outside that home. box. Yes. And it, and it can shut up. And it can be a little scary. But scary is yeah. good. Scary is good. Yeah. Embrace it. Embrace Don't be scared. It. Yeah. One thing about fear, it, people prey on fear. Yeah. They sense it out. They smell it. And fear is a learned emotion. It's a learned emotion. Yeah. Kids, let me tell you, a baby will jump out that fucking box. What? They don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not getting comfortable. They want to go scoot across the floor. Right. Uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. Uh, Sunshine bigger than Houston, Texas. He told me, revert to your child self. He told me this when I was turning 32. Yeah. Revert to your child self and watch how fearless you become. Mm. And I have done so many things that I never thought I would do. Yeah. So many. So many things. And, and, and about to do so much more that I never thought I would do. Amazing. I want to challenge you guys to come up with one thing that is something that you have never done. Yeah. And I want you to reach out to us. And let us know. And let us know. Something we'll, that you we'll always wanted it. to do. We'll share it if you want us to share it or we'll just talk about it. But we want to know that one thing that you're like, you know what, this scares the fuck out of me. Yeah. But I want to do this. I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you download, share, tag, Tag. and like this podcast if you rock it with Hood and Holistic. Gang, gang. We appreciate y'all every fucking Monday for tapping in a Tuesday whenever y'all tapping in. Whenever. Wherever. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace, y'all.